0: Narcissist or psychopath or sociopath, who the heck was I with? What was this person that treated me so strangely, who ended the relationship so abruptly, or was cheating behind my back all the time, or had a double life going on? You know at the end of these particularly intimate relationship guys. We're left with so many questions and it's important, I feel, to understand what personality type of disorder were we dealing with in that relationship in order to make sense of our participation in it also. Um, so let's get into it. This is something I've researched uh, for my own purposes to find out What was the nature or how dangerous was the person that I was actually with? And what could be the consequences going forward? So please leave your experiences in the comments for others to to read and resonate with. And it's very interesting when we do delve into this psychopathy to see where we were at. So I'll do my best to explain the differences between those three. A psychopath... Um, the antisocial personality and narcissist or sociopath is another word for the antisocial so guys psychopaths can be or have the narcissistic personality disorder as well as their deep dark psychopathy but narcissists aren't necessarily psychopaths so i hope that makes sense We'll start at the top, at the worst, and start with psychopathy or someone who is a psychopath. Normally, this is presented prior to the age of 15. They have to do something kind of quite outrageous, like set a fire to somewhere, kill a lot of animals, um, do something, get into fights, uh, steal You know, major crimes before that age. And psychopaths are actually born. They have done pet studies on their brains and found that they are missing a part of the brain where empathy and stress levels are stimulated. They say that they can actually get the empathy working, but it only lasts for a minute or two. So that part of the brain is very null and void. And psychopaths present as being very charming a lot of the time, very confident, um, very charismatic and very non-stressable. So they say that psychopaths are fearless. They don't have fear of repercussions. And what I have found in studying is that they don't, feel or fear like consequences like the law or don't obey rules at all nothing like that applies to them and they feel if they get caught like even in a series of serial killings heinous crimes that they will be able to talk their way out of it by even using government systems or the the legal system against itself nearly A lot of them are extremely clever. But one of the things you'll notice about them is that they're very cool, calm and collected. And they can actually put act apart very well. They don't get triggered by people's reactions. And therefore, the brain is in function all the time. So they're not taken sideways the way someone might be when they're triggered by emotional stimuli. So they're very calculated, very, very cold and very, very dangerous. If you get in their way, they will not hesitate to get you out of it by whatever means possible. If your partner was in any way like that, then maybe study further what the characteristics of a psychopath are because you may be delving into the lower elements of it by believing you were with a narcissist. The second level then is the sociopath the person who's quite antisocial. The sociopath isn't born with this part of the brain for the the part of the brain that is reactive with empathy, etc. They actually are more of a learned behavior. So sometimes you will get kind of kids, say, going to school and they they seem very normal. They get to the age of 17 or 18 and then they totally seem to change their personality. This may be because they got in with a certain element in school and they learned to make to naturalize the behavior with this element in school or outside school or into bad company or alternatively they could be born into a, a family who delves in criminality and that's the way they're brought up so they're more or less trained into this not caring about other people in society and that this is the way they learn to live and survive it's It's kind of like what I would describe as I don't know if any of you watch The Walking Dead where the world or apocalyptic um, series or movies where the world changes and people change with it and some groups of people don't care about strangers that they meet it's all about survival and I would say that's a learned way of life and that becomes normalised for them. So with the sociopath it's more like They are survivalists and they do whatever they need to survive and more if somebody gets in their way. When they want something, they go for it and they have no worries about the consequences of that. And they will go to quite extreme lengths, such as crime, such as stealing, such as murder, to get what they want. And oftentimes with sociopaths, You will find, so this is interesting if you believed you were with a narcissist, they're often bigamists, like they'll marry a lot of times. They're camelons. They'll change careers a lot. Um, They'll totally change their persona or who they present to you so that you nearly wouldn't recognize them. They move around a lot, so they're not easily identifiable so they can literally be one person one day and a totally different person the next day now I know narcissists can do this as well but I'll get on to narcissists and how they would differ in some ways from sociopaths so the sociopaths is often often has crimes you know they may have been in jail they're often they often delve into that aspect of criminality and have various different lives going on all at the same time. Like they might have multiple partners with multiple sets of children in different places. If they're men, the women may have children from multiple different husbands, may have lived in multiple different settings and again, multiple different careers. So they're real hardcore functionality survivors Who normalize criminal behavior, who are very disrespectful of rules, who actually just don't go by rules and are not, don't fit into society. They live their way and their interpretation of what they do is no one else's business but theirs. And they will go against whatever law they need to go against to get their needs met. So that'll be more. More the sociopath. The narcissist and the difference with the narcissist um, in relation to the other two darker parts of the dark triad would be narcissists, and I'll give you the, the, the general characteristics of narcissists and then why they differ if they're not further down the psychopathy level. So the main criteria for a narcissist, in my opinion, and it's, in, it's also listed in the DSM if, if the narcissist has five, I think it's the nine traits that are listed there. They're more than likely to have narcissistic personality disorder in as much as we can attempt to diagnose anybody. But sometimes there is no option. You're not going to get your ex to go into a clinic to be diagnosed to help you in your healing process. So you have to make as clear a diagnosis or assumability as as possible in order for you to put closure on the relationship or some idea of who you were with going forward so the narcissist big 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 time lacks accountability they are not accountable for anything that they do it's always another person's fault the only time you'll see some semblance of accountability for anything they've done is if they're going to use it as a manipula- manipulation. If you, if it's, if it's a breaking point in the relationship with you and you say either you are accountable for this or I'm out of here, then they may own up to something, but they don't actually mean it. They're owning up to it because the consequence of not owning up to it would mean um, a negative effect for them, like you leaving the relationship. Um, they will not show remorse for the action because they don't believe they're accountable. They don't believe whatever they did was their fault, was somebody else's fault, your fault, someone else's fault, the world's fault, the climate's fault, whatever it was, it's not their fault. They're very grandiose in and very entitled, so they believe everybody should count out them um they don't put other people's needs ever ahead of theirs. They lie they cheat and in general um, are very unstable in that they follow the pattern of narcissistic personality disorder and they love bomb devalue discard and hoover again and go through cycles so they are more attuned to Changing in the moment. I mean with a sociopath and psychopath. They will react to what's happening in the moment. But in a more. With the psychopath in a more measured way. In a more figure it out way. With the sociopath in a more. The way I always do things. Like chop your head off if I need to. The narcissist is more in general. Aware of their image. They're more image conscious. They're more deal with whatever comes up in the present moment. Don't look at the consequences. Um, They just have to be in control all the time. And if they feel a threat to their control, they'll do whatever they have to do in that moment to regain the control. But some people and some psychologists will say that they are shame based and that they do have some remorse and they do feel guilt I don't believe they feel guilt because feeling guilt is part of accountability. And if they have the narcissistic personality disorder, they aren't accountable. If they're, if they're fully fledged personality disordered narcissists, what I do believe is they are afraid of crumbling the mask too much so that they won't be able after the relationship or whatever. To convince people that they're right because other people will see through the mask. So I do believe with narcissists, they're more community-based in that they maintain a certain type of image and they live with that image identity going forward. So they're not as chameleon-like, whereas they're they customize their personality to the person that they're with, they don't often go wham bam, thank you ma'am and change career, change a look, um, change location as often. What I'm trying to say is they seem to maintain more of a stable mask and within that mask change it to suit various situations rather than um, totally change their whole image, which is more what the sociopath would do. That, in essence, would be my explanation of the differences. So they're each on a kind of lower level, or rather, the narcissist is on a lower level to the sociopath, on a lower level to the psychopath. But all being the same if you threaten them or threaten their control of a situation or get in their way of doing what they want to do. So a narcissist is capable of being very dangerous just within their narcissism. If you continually push them, continually threaten their control, and really stand in their way of doing what they want. At that point, they're more likely than a normal person to flip and actually go into the world of crime in relation to what they do against you. The sociopath wouldn't hesitate if you got in their way to get rid very quickly without any kind of build-up or worry about how it was going to affect the way they looked. The psychopaths would deal with you extremely coldly and get you out of their way without hesitation at all and use whatever method would suit the sustainability of their situation and personality. Whereas the sociopath, going back to them, is more inclined to do what they've been taught to do and how they believe situations should be handled. It's more of a learned behaviour. Whereas the psychopath will decide what's best for the situation in order to protect themselves as best as possible, but without being fearful of carrying out whatever they need to do, regardless of that but just with a bit more intellect, with a bit more, would you say, ingenuity in, in darkness, in crime, as to how they would deal with specific situations. They wouldn't just go full on in like the sociopath with what they how they'd learned to deal with people. So guys, it's, it's dark. It's dark from the narcissist up to the psychopaths. And again, a lot of psychopaths and sociopaths will present with narcissism. I would suggest if the person that you were with or are with now, if you look back prior to them becoming teenagers or even in their young teens, if they have if you have any way of finding out, if they have any record at a young age of criminality. There is a high probability that they were born a psychopath. Not everyone can find this information out, but if your narcissist or your ex-partner is kind of part of an operative or a family where they all do things the same way, that there's a hint of criminality there, or that they're, some of their friends are dodgy and they're kind of, dabbling in criminality you could be with a sociopathic narcissist or i mean i say just if you're just with a narcissist what we said at the beginning of the video you know see if that applies in relation to your diagnosis of a narcissist and look at the cruelty levels and look at the other elements that we've spoken about there in relation to psychopathy or the um antisocial personality or the sociopath and kind of you'll have to come up with your own you know with your own diagnosis in relation to what we've gone through in those three levels but the elements of cruelty that they may show particularly to animals or to their own children or comments they might make because all of these three are very disrespectful to any of the social norms Except, of course, when they're being charming and people are watching. But you having lived with them, even down to as small as like being in a cafe and, you know, where you're meant to clear the table and they don't. Um, littering around the place, really not caring about participating in society at all. Um, that's starting at the the narcissistic level and going the whole way up. But having lived with someone you will kind of get a better idea of where they're coming from, how cruel they are or from comments they make about their past or they often say, well, that person deserved that and they seem to take pleasure and if they see someone say even collapsing, they don't go to help or just a very coldness going through them. So again, leave comments for your experience and who you thought you were with based on this uh, video or other information you've received. As always, take great care of yourselves. Be very careful when dealing with anyone that you believe has a personality disorder because again, without diagnosis, we don't know what people are capable of and it's better to err on the side of caution and get away from them as soon as you can. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must have travel shoes have a lighter than air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S code SUPER24. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time.